Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. 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 Well, here we are. Another Tuesday night uh, here on Georgia Radio. Here with uh, Matt Jolly, our... our the button smasher. Yeah, button smasher. And <laughs> you Master of all trades here. And uh, I'm Wade. You, uh, Wade Peoples here. And uh, Georgia Folk and Farm Life a Radio Show here on Georgia Radio. And we come to you each Tuesday evening at 730. And, of course, all the shows are available to be listened to on podcast. And uh, just go to georgiaradio.com and listen. Tonight is a great show. We're going to have a great show tonight, Matt. We we have an um, old friend, uh, Dr. John Dirt, uh, who is a professor of history, and he has been, we were, just before the show aired, uh, I asked him how, I know I attended, I didn't graduate, but I attended uh, what was uh, Emanuel County Junior College at that time, and I think when it started, it was on a dirt road, it was the only college in the nation, on, it was Thick Pen Drive, we call it Pig Pen Drive, but uh <laughs> I started in 76 when I graduated from high school, and you were there then, and, and you're still affiliated with the college, and uh, you've had a, a great career, and, and you've seen a lot of changes in that college. It's become a great uh, institution, uh, grown a lot, hasn't it, Dr. Durden? Uh, it has. Uh, you know, uh, when when it opened in 73, uh, we had uh, less than 200 students. And over the years, you know, it creeped up to three and then four and then five. And we got up over uh, 3,500. And now we have uh, three campuses, Swainsboro and Statesboro and Augusta. So, uh, and we moved from Emanuel County Junior College to East Georgia College to now we're called East Georgia State College. And it is a great, good school. And, and I, re- I remember when it was uh, when Sam Garcia cooked in the student center and made, eat breakfast there, get a great breakfast. Sam was in a good mood. He was a great man, but he could be, could be he was a big man too. And if he said he wasn't <laughs> cooking something, you didn't get it. <laughs> it didn't matter if it was on the menu. Or not. <laughs> well, he's an old military cook, so you know he, he was an old military cook. That's he right. Was, he and uh, he had a big spatula, and you know how to use it. I didn't want to get whacked. But. <laughs> <laughs> but those those were some great great days. But um, what what I wanted to bring out, bring you on here for Dr. Durden is um, it, it, I've known a lot of uh, Dr. George Eves Nelson was another uh, history professor, and I know he was much lamented because he he died young. He was a good man. Right. Uh, it is a is a blessing for students that are that are committed to learning to have find a a professor or teacher that makes the subject interesting. And you did have done that, and with with a lot of hands-on, a lot of uh, different ways. And I know it's, as a teacher, it has to be rewarding when you have students that are interested in, in, in history and what you teach, right? Right, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, and, Wade, uh, Wade uh, let, me, let me interject a minute. I, I, first of all, I loved history. I loved history since I was just a little fella. I've had that's what I wanted to do uh, when I went to college, and so uh, I, I just love the subject, and I think it's an important subject. And I try to show. Uh, I've always tried to be enthusiastic in the classroom, and I've also tried to relate it 
the past to the present um, and try to make it, to use a 60s term, relevant to where students are uh, in their lives. Um, and uh, so, uh, you know, that's uh, as far as the classroom is concerned. And, and I, I tried to make it interesting. You know, I tried to do interesting, uh, interesting lectures and, and so forth. Uh, and, uh, over the years, you know, I've had many students tell me, you know, they enjoyed the class and, you know, found it interesting. And I remember when my daughter, uh, took a, a, a class at the college, uh, you know, one of her friends said, Oh, you know, they, your dad is so interesting and so enthusiastic. I was glad to hear that. Cause I really try, I try to show enthusiasm because I think if you're deadpan, it's not going to go very far. Right. Well, uh, one thing that uh, I know, if a, as a professor of history, and you 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 immerse yourself in the in our local and regional history, uh, right? And and you were blessed to to uh, to be here at a time like when when uh, the Camp Lawton. Uh, it, I'm gonna let you tell about that because I I I've okay. bought your book from you at a at a at a uh, tour that I went to uh, one of the first ones you had over there at, at Magnolia Springs. I enjoyed right. that so much, and I know yeah. uh, my friend Faith Stapleton and her husband Brock, they were on your recent tour you did. So those are the kinds of things that you've done. You've written books. You've taken people that, that not students, but uh, the general public, and you, you'll you'll uh, organize tours and uh, do right. lectures and things. And, and that is the kind of thing that brings people – there are a few people that are starved for that kind of thing. It's not a, you know yourself, it's not a multitude of people out there that, you know, clamoring for that. But there are a few people that just, and I want to just love that kind of thing and, and, and appreciate the fact that you have, you do that. So tell us about Camp Lawton, the other things, your books, your, the other tours and things you've done. Okay, I will. First of all, uh, I, I've, uh, my, my PhD was in European history when I came down here to teach at the college. And, you know, a two-year college, you, our focus is on teaching, not so much on research. And so you kind of dig your hole where you are. And uh, that's what got me interested in the Civil War era because I realized that uh, one of the major campaigns of the Civil War, uh, Sherman's March to the Sea, uh, cut through uh, the northern part of the county. You know, so I got kind of interested in that. And then I got hooked up with some people who are also interested in that, particularly uh, Senator David Gambrell, who was fascinated by it. And uh, uh, we got together and he shared uh, some of the material he had and really, really got me going on the, the Sherman's March thing. And then, and then the Camp Lawton, my interest in Camp Lawton, uh, stem from uh, probably about 1974. My wife took uh, with some of her other teachers. They took a field trip up to Magnolia Springs State Park, and you know, I, I went and helped chaperone and all that, and went in there and saw the uh, marker there by the uh, the Rangers uh, office about Camp Lawton. And I, you know, I don't, I didn't consider myself an expert on the Civil War, but I always had an interest in it. So I saw that and I said, you know, I've never even heard of that. So. Uh, I got, you know, the next uh, few years, I started researching it and uh, realized that, uh, A, the story really hadn't been told, and B, there was a story to be told. I went to the uh, official records of the War of the Rebellion, which is a 130-something volume uh, collection of the dispatches and orders and letters related to the Civil War that was put out in the late 19th century. It's the, it's the uh, 
kind of original source when you start researching a Civil War topic. So I look up every reference to Camp Lawton, you know, and I started uh, realizing yeah, there's a story there and started putting it together. And uh, so I put together a little 35-millimeter slideshow, and I would go around and talk to civic groups, and uh, they, they, were, they were always interested because m- most people had never heard of it either. <laughs> Even in Millen, I remember I went to Millen one time to a civic club up there and did the presentation, and most of them had never heard, uh, you know, this is their hometown, had never heard of, uh, of Camp Lawton, didn't know anything about it. So fast forward, uh, I, be- I wondered why the state didn't take any more interest. I thought, man, they ought to do a dig up there and so forth. And so fast forward because to about the 20 years. The, the actual site, it was at Magnolia Spring, but the actual site had been lost to history, right? The actual it, it, site, yes. We, we knew roughly right. where it, it was. Generally, the actual, the actual, actual okay. Got yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, I went up, uh, so about, somewhere around about tw- what, 2010, uh, I heard that uh, Georgia Southern was doing a dig up there, and I knew the uh, the uh, main archaeologist at Georgia Southern, Sue Moore, and I called her and I said, Sue, I hear you're digging up there. And uh, uh, she said, yeah. She said, we are. I said, well, I've, I'm, kind of, I'm writing a book on it. And she said, you are? I said, yeah. And she said, well, come up Saturday. I'll introduce you to the person who's uh, a graduate student who's kind of leading the dig. And so I go up there, and uh, lo and behold, uh, the student was a former student of mine, you know, who had wow. gone through East Georgia. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, 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 I was talking about this to a group one time, and a woman said, Dr. Erden, that was not an accident. That was meant to be. Oh. So anyway, uh, so we connected. I became the uh, historical consultant for the dig. They told me what they were finding. I, I shared with them all the materials I had. And uh, so in 2012, uh, Bursar University Press did publish my book on Camp Lawton, and uh, uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's been well reviewed. I'm proud of it. Uh, so I incorporated that into the tour I developed back in 1989, um, uh, my Sherman's March tour. I do a tour of three counties: uh, Emanuel, Burke, and Jenkins. And I basically, from the morning to afternoon, I, we kind of cut across the flow of Sherman's march, all of his units as they were going from Atlanta to, to Savannah. And I, I show, uh, you know, where the campsites were. Uh, I know that because uh, Sherman's uh, forces kept maps, daily march maps, and they're in the National Archives. So, you know, I, I can show where where uh, Sherman spent the night uh, all the way through this area. Uh, we, we go on some of the, the actual roads that uh, – he went on. In fact, one of the roads up in the northern part of Emanuel County, the state officials consider it the best preserved road in the state as far as uh, as, as uh, roads that were there uh, when Sherman came through. It's the actual road that Sherman himself went on. Um, it's the uh, part of the, the dirt part of the what used to be called the old Savannah Road um, right. between uh, Cross and Green Community and, uh, uh, you know, where you come out just south of Middleville. Well, I'll also I'll also say I've also done extended tours. I've done uh, two two times. I've done multi day, multi night tours from Atlanta to Savannah. Several years ago, I did one from um, Atlanta to Savannah for the Indiana Historical Society. I'll tell you an interesting thing about that. I, I just got a call. I just got a call one day from them. They said uh, we'd like to see if you'd be interested in do a tour from Atlanta to Savannah. And, uh, I said, how did you get my name? <laughs> they said, well, we Google Sherman's March, your name popped up. That's so I guess my little tour. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. 
So uh, anyway, I, I planned the tour. It went very well. Uh, and so then just this last January, uh, a group called the Blue Gray Education Society, which they, they do military tours all over the really all over the world, but they focus on civil war. They, uh, I did a tour for them, a five day, four night trip from Atlanta to Savannah. And, uh, that's the people that go on those tours are kind of, I'll call them professional civil war tours. They're well read. They know, they know their stuff. And I was kind of uptight about it, but again, it went well. So they've, they've asked me to do a, a revolutionary Georgia tour in December, which I'm already planning on. So I, I love that's, to do the tours. I really like to do it. Yeah. The, there's not a lot left of uh, the. Re- what was the Revolutionary War? Uh, the uh, British fort down there in uh, Wayne County on Alderman Hall. It was on Rayoneer's land. What's, it, there's not much left of it. What was the name of that? No. Fort? And I'm trying to think which one you're talking about. Uh, you're not talking about Fort Morris, are you? No. It's it's they uh, they've done some digging. I I was always wanted to go down there. It was on Rayoneer uh, Timber Company land, and they allow oh, okay. access. To okay. It, yeah. But it was, uh, I can't remember, that was a revolution. I can't think of the name either. I'd have to look at the Fort Morris is the one down there on the uh, Sunbury, where Sunbury was. Right. This would be north of that. Yeah, yeah right. Right and, up the river. And yeah. Hall, Mahal, right, right up the river. Right. But Georgia right. has a lot of history, and, and the, the old Sunbury Road, it comes through Emanuel County. And I, every That's time right. I see so much of it has been lost. Uh, parts of it are still there in Evans County and other in Candler. Right. And, and but it but it's I wish the state would uh, try to do something with the old Sunbury Road and try to the, the markers are gone a lot of them and and, and right, the road right. closed. That was that but, was uh, one of the major that was one of the major roads into the uh, hinterland of Georgia early on, you know. And you know it's like the old Savannah Road, Wade. You know there are parts of it. I mean you can. <laughs> That was the way people went from Savannah you know, into the interior as another right. road. And it's, it's, you can make a good way back to Savannah doing that. Some's paved, some's dirt, but I, some doesn't exist anymore. I, I came back the other day, uh, about two weeks ago, I came back up most of the way. Of course, living in Garfield, yeah. I came up to Miller. But I came yeah. back to Old Savannah Road. Old River, it's Old River Road. Part, it used to be Old Savannah, but now they call it parts of it Old River Road. Right, but I came right. back up it uh, the other day, and I I uh, love that old road, and uh, that's another one that's uh, you know it, I wish it was better preserved. But that's an old old part of Georgia. You know, as you're driving along, just look at the farmsteads and so forth. It's like the Sherman's March thing. When I'm in the northern part of Emanuel County, I can show them on Sherman's the the the, the daily march maps. They they showed houses. If they knew who lived there, they'd put the name. If, if there was a field there, if it was pines, they told that. And, uh, you know, for instance, you uh, there's a place there, intersection there, where you come to a site that says Lamb's Chapel. Well, uh, there was a Lamb house right there at that intersection. Uh, you, and so, you know, so you can still see some of the, you know, the family names are still there. And growing up like I did in the military, uh, moving every three years and, and really kind of being rootless, when I came here, I was just amazed there were people whose ancestors were still living on the same land. That was just new to me, you know. Oh, yeah, that that was fairly common, to, and, and still there are. I, uh, Dr. Durden, I'm going to interject. Uh, now, Matt knows that I'm always – I embarrass Matt a lot, don't I, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it does happen. I'll tell you what. Hold that thought for just a second, Wade. Let's pause for yep. a quick commercial break, and we'll be right okay. back with more of Georgia Folk and Farm Life after this. All the best. Georgia Radio. Everywhere you go.
I told you we'd be right back, Wade. There you go. Here we are. Now, right, what were Dr. you saying? Durden. I was embarrassing. You were embarrassing I, me. I, 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 I have to, on a regular basis, uh, embarrass you. And yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, Dr. Durden, I, I, you, I don't know if you know Faye Stapleton, Burnett, and Brock, but uh, Faye's a great, great retired dentist, and she's her husband's a retired pastor, and they're great friends of mine. And she was one of the two people that was part of the genesis of Georgia Folky Farm Life's beginning a few years ago. They encouraged me to start it. Faye has all these illustrious ancestors. Everybody in her family was somebody, you know. They were great <laughs> preachers or polit- and politi- they were held high rank in the Civil War and 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 met famous people, uh, you know, famous generals and, and and over and so. But my family is nothing but a bunch of buck privates. My my but, grandmother. Wait, my wait, 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 wait a minute, Wade. You've got Connie Peebles as a sister. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> yeah, that that's right. That's what Connie is. is she, that's an illustrious family member. But this is, this is something new in our family. She started a new trend. All I, my, my daddy's mother, my grandmother, was an actual uh, daughter of a Confederate veteran. My, my grandpa, Hardy Poole, fought. And, uh, yeah. But he was a private when he when he went in and when he uh, was mustered out up there and at, uh, at, uh, with, when, when uh, Lee surrendered. They walked home from Virginia, from mathematics. And, but, yeah. but the only that people have these these. Famous people and, and things that they could point out. I, the this is this. Is, I hope your face doesn't turn red, Doctor Durbin, when I tell this story. But my only, our family's claim to fame. My daddy hated Sherman because <laughs> Sherman was said to have defecated in my grandmother's lard bucket. Oh Lord, and, I've never heard that and story. Stirred, and stirred it in with a stick. And I said, Daddy, don't you imagine? I never. You know, this was his grandmother and uh, and his daddy, and they lived up there in northern Manu County, and it was in the area where Sherman did come through. And I said, "Daddy, they were like thirty thousand, I think, soldiers that passed through that." You know, that, I imagine that it, 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 it was probably Sherman himself. Daddy said, "Grandma said it was Sherman himself. She was rude to him." He said something. He came up in her yard. She was rude to him. Her husband, my grandpa, was all fighting, and uh, she was very rude to him. And he so he did that in her lard bucket, and she never forgave him. She hated him till the day she died. So the Wait, fact what was that her Sherman, name? What was her name? I, it was uh, my grandpa uh, Tom Peebles. Uh, uh, so she was a Peebles. What? Yeah, she was a people. I'll, I'll find okay. out which one exactly I'll, I'll, and get that and see if we could. I would love to actually, if you're talking about when you, I was getting excited a while ago, Dr. Durden, when you're talking about that you could find those. But I would love to find that you, that, that, that Sherman did stop at the house. <laughs> 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 I, I have told that story and actually written it, and uh, and it, it's, it's always funny because it we we have a low rent claim to fame in our family we and, and we we hang on to it we treasure it you know but I, going back to hands on history and making it real it's been an important part of your work has it not i i, I try to do that yes and and I, I will say this uh you know being a member of what we we you know the the as, as university system folks or whatever you know we call ourselves as a part of the academy you know but the we i think it's incumbent upon us to to go out and share with the public what we're doing what we're learning and not kind of be an ivory tower separate kind of thing i think and that, i've always viewed that that it's very important to 
to interact with the public. And that's why I do do the things I do where I speak to groups and, and, and do the tours and, and, and that kind of thing. It's, I, I, it's just, we just can't have this detached thing because there's already enough, uh, out of the public, enough suspicion of what we do and what we think and what we, uh, are, are uh, believe and that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, you get out with the public, they realize, Oh, okay. You're, you're, you're normal people. Now speaking of normal people, my family's the same way. I don't have these illustrious folks. Uh, you know, my, my family, uh, at least my direct ancestor, the uh, Durdens lived in Atlanta before the Civil War, and when the Civil War ended, they headed for the hills, and they moved to Gilmer County and LJ. and uh, I, I always thought we were old-timey mountain people. I didn't realize we actually lived in Atlanta before the Civil War, but but they were just uh, common people. You know, no, no, no rich, uh, I don't have any rich uncles or aunts or anything like that. Uh, family didn't really own, uh, you know, historically, you know, uh, any slaves or anything like it. We just, just, uh, poor dirt farmers, you know? So, uh, and your, uh, your spell, you know. your dirt, we want, I want to throw that in. That's, I bet when you came to the Emanuel County, that was one of, that has been since you've been here, something you've had to discuss with more people than you could count. The fact that you're, absolutely. Dirt absolutely. Yeah. I, I was actually people people wondered about that, and I you know I, I was actually invited the first year to a Durden family reunion down at Antioch Baptist Church, and uh, uh, I guess they wanted to see who I was. Uh, wait, I think we are related. Yeah, yeah, I think we are related. Uh, the the as, as I look at the genealogical thing, I think we all go back to uh, Stephen Darden or Durden. All the DURs the D. A R's, D E R's, D U R's, D I R's, D E A R's. Uh, I think we're all all go back pretty much. To, uh, but the D E R's are pretty rare breed. Uh, when I was growing up, when we travel around, yeah, when we travel around a lot, my dad would always, uh, you know, look in the phone book. He would call a D E R, and he was always able to to get a, a connection. So it's kind of an unusual spelling of the name, but it's pronounced the same way. Yeah, I thought about that today. That uh, having such a common name around here, and was very uh, pioneering, successful family of the Durdens around Twin City, and uh, yeah. uh, they they helped build this area, and uh, sawmill from timber holding families and and banking and 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 a very influential. But there's D U R D E N, and yours is D E R D E N. All right, yeah. Doctor Durden, how can people when they when they want to find out what you're up to, what you're doing next, what the next tour event? Where do they need to go to join up? You got anything on Facebook? You got a web page? What you got that they can? Well, you know, I've got a Facebook page. I've got a Facebook page, but I really don't do anything with it. Uh, I mean, it's got my demographic information on there. Uh, We put it out. When I do the tours, we put it out on the uh, college Facebook and a college website, and we we try to send – a press release out to all the area radio stations and all the newspapers. Of course, some are very good about printing or, or, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, putting it out in, in, in radio, uh, some ignore it, you know? So I was always amazed like this time we had 26 people who went on the tour and I did enjoy meeting Faye. I really did. She's a powerhouse as far as genealogical study. She really is. And she, she has, uh, she has sent me a lot of emails, all of which I appreciate. I told her some of my research interests, and she has uh, really sent me a lot of good, uh, good uh, sources. But uh, yeah, and you know, I always when I do these tours, I always I always learn new family stories. You know, 
And and so I kind of collect those. The lard bucket thing, I have to add that to my collection. <laughs> but I'll tell you, but I'll but I'll tell you, uh, yeah, I, I tell you, with so, a stick, Doctor Dirt. He started in with a stick. That's what added that's right. Into yeah. That's right. Well, I, yeah, I think, you know, but I will tell you this and grandma, great, great, great grandma may have been right, but to a lot of people, anybody on horseback who looked like Sherman. they were an officer was Sherman. Yeah. You know? And so when I first came here, people were showing all place, all sorts of places Sherman spent the night. Well, I know where he spent the night, you know, because the maps show where the camps were, but, uh, uh, you know, this. You know, today we see people on TV that they didn't know what Sherman looked like. You know, and the other thing about Sherman is he also often dressed in a nondescript sort of way. He didn't wear a splendid uniform or anything like that. He often just just dressed almost like a private soldier. Um, but he did ride a horse. But so did a lot of people ride horses. So, uh, but anyway, if if they lived up in the northern part of Emanuel County, Sherman would have gone through there. And uh, whether he had to make a rest stop or not, I don't know. Listen, from now on, I would love for you to we'll glad, gladly publicize your 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 events on Georgia Folk and Farm Life. Well, I, this, this will be a new one there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll try to remember to tell them to send you guys a, a, a press release. We've got over uh, yeah, for sure. members and uh, 83 yeah, members. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. And public's always. Always well. I think people do enjoy it. I've I've had people do this tour two or three times. It's the same tour, but they just enjoy it. (laughs) So you know, one again. uh, I'll be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to be there uh, selling T-shirts, Doctor Durden, uh, with a lard bucket and a stick. And, uh, yeah, well, well, there you go. Lard you know buckets. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. I told I told the Magnolia Spring State Park people what they need to do was put up a put a print T-shirt called "I Escaped from Camp Lawton." Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> I like that. They, they never they've never picked up on that. I thought it was a good idea. Well, there you go. Doctor uh, Durden, you ever? I write uh, fiction short stories also, and I wrote one uh, about General O.O. Howard. And yeah. I don't know if you ever read it. Uh, to, it. It was completely fiction, but I it was one. No, I'm not seeing it. All right, maybe you can get it sometime in the future. I'll send you a copy of it. You okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know. There was there was a lot of bitterness uh, after Sherman came through the state because there was a lot of destruction. And when you really think about it, you're talking about 30,000 coming through Emanuel County. Of course, there's another 30,000 going north of the river, you know, Jefferson and Burke County. And uh, the population of Emanuel County in the 1860 census was around 5,000. Well, when Sherman came through, it was significantly less than that because a lot of the menfolk were away in the military and so forth. So think about this. On the afternoon of November 29th, 1864, 30,000 Union troops came in to just a portion of Emanuel County. No wonder the, no wonder that memory was seared. And they, it was seared. And they, yeah. they, they foraged and took. Which they our did. own soldiers had stripped the South Bear, too. They had to be fed. Right. And they're, they're, so that you right. know, they they uh, but uh, they weren't as brutal weren't brutal about it. They just had to have be fed and their their horses and their it, men. It's like but, most wars, the civilian population suffers probably more than anybody else. Well, and there was also if I, in reading the letters from uh, the Miss Jones and other those old letters that survived, uh, you know, from that area uh, that recount the march. Uh, I read a book one yeah. time that was nothing but 
that are, I'm sure you're familiar with. It. It's been a long time since I read it, but there were some locals from Swainsboro, and but the the number of people that followed along, the the bummers that they were known that fought, so it had to be even bigger. Uh, crowd than that, but that uh, it was a devastating uh, blow to, it was. to an all uh, damage. It, it was, and the, the people here, Manuel County, was not part of the the white column plantation, Georgia. Right. I mean, it most of the people here lived in little huts, little huts in the woods. They had cattle. It was open range cattle. Uh, the 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 forestry industry had not started yet, so they had these huge primeval pine forests. Uh, they had little garden plots and things like that, and uh, uh, and when Sherman's soldiers came, uh, they basically found women and children in these little, in these little uh, log cabins. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, it, it really was, uh, something, uh, and you know, there's stories of, of bad things. There's stories of good interactions between the soldiers and civilians, but, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the stories were passed down from generation to generation. And there are many people in this area that have stories that they've, they've heard from their ancestors you know, related to, uh, to show how they hid their, their, um, material possessions or what happened or, uh, what was taken and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. It, 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 it echoes down through history. Dr. Durden, we're, we're pushing up against the clock and we have to end, but I, I would like to have okay. you back again because I want to get in just what we were just, we were just talking about. I want to talk about life in, in, around here in the cracker culture and the local pioneering people and how people live during that era. And we'd, I'd like to get into you to that with you sometime if you're willing sure. to come back. Tonight. Okay. I'd, I'd be All glad right. to. All right. We, 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 <laughs> we got to wind it up. Is it we've time? Been, we've been, yeah, it's time, but you know, air, air is cheap around here. Thank you, Dr. Durden for coming <laughs> on. And I apologize. We had some technical hiccups uh, early in the show, but thank you for coming on, Dr. Durden. Sure. Appreciate thank it. Thank you for inviting me. I enjoyed it. Wade, I'll let you say good night. Thank you. All right. Thank you. For, uh, thank you to Dr. Durden. And thank you, Matt, for having us, uh, making the show possible. Uh, thank <laughs> you to all the listeners and the readers, the people that are part of Georgia Focus Farm Life on Facebook and our radio show here. Uh, continue to support us and we appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in, listening on the podcast, tell others about it and uh, help us grow. It's, uh, it, it's been fun, and, and uh, we'll see you again next Tuesday. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Dr. Good night, Wade. Good night. You've been listening to the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Show here on georgiaradio.com. Tune in each Tuesday night at 730 for an all-new Georgia Folk and Farm Life Show. And, of course, find them on Facebook right there at Georgia Folk and Farm Life. Now over 83,000 members strong. Georgia Folk and Farm Life on Facebook, your home away from home. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. every Monday through Friday, 10 to 2. And on Monday nights, it's Classic Country and Request. Tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, an all-new Neighbor to Neighbor featuring Miss Renee Lemon. Yes, Miss Renee Lemon from the University of Georgia Ag Extension Office in Cobb County talking about the big plant sale going on in Marietta this weekend. That's all ahead tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for being here. So long for now, everybody. All the best country. Georgia Radio. Everywhere you go.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.